Hi guys. Um <laughs> good morning, good evening, good night. Whenever you'll be listening to this, whatever time you'll be listening to this, right? Hi, um Yvonne and I'll be your host today and welcome to Wine and Wine. It's been a while, I think two, three weeks. And I hope you missed me, <laughs> to say the least. I hope you missed me, and yeah. So, uh, in today's episode, I will be talking about the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. So, the Big Bang Theory is a TV show, I want to call it a sitcom, that aired for... 12 years, if I'm not wrong, 12 years, yes, and it revolves around four, yeah, four scientific guys, let's just call them that, yeah, so, um, what I'll actually be talking about is misogyny and or sexism, in the Big Bang Theory. So, today's episode will not be like, kind of like a freestyle. Because I had to actually really, really research on this topic. So that I can find the right words. The right way to bring it out. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll get right into it So. Uh, what I'm about, okay, it may sound very rehearsed and very like, I don't know how to explain it, but it won't sound like as free and as natural as all my other episodes. So please bear with me. I had to research and write down. I have like notes on this particular episode and yeah, I hope you like it and yeah. So, um, like I said, Big Bang Theory revolves around four scientific men. And the way they are written or portrayed on the show, they are not the normal societal standards of what a masculine man might look like or might be. And this, uh, I got this from a YouTube channel called The Pop Culture Detective. And um, I'm just going to try and paraphrase what they said. Um, this kind of writing of like smart, scientific, quote-unquote, nerdy, quote-unquote, geeky men who are very sexist and very misogynistic is a common trope in Hollywood, especially to portray non-traditional men who don't like men who don't fit the traditional and societal expectations of masculinity. Often or not, these characters engage in actions that can be considered sexist and some even border on to sexual assault. An example of this is in the 80s movie 16 Wishes and Revenge of the Nerds. If you haven't watched those movies, please do. And I think you're going to understand what I mean by borderline sexual assault. Or actually not even borderline actual sexual assault. So um, the way that these characters are written in Hollywood is in a way that makes the audience feel bad for them. 
like in an almost pathetic way and in some instances like in the big bang theory these actions the actions that they did make or the sexist comments that they make or the weird creepy things that they do especially towards women are written and followed up by laugh tracks to like cover the whole thing to make it funny in a way or to just cover it up and make us feel pathetic so what i am go- feel pathetic for them like feel bad for them like almost sympathize for them because like i said they're written in a way that is not the traditional societal expectations for masculinity yeah yeah i hope that made sense so what i'm going to do is go try and tackle each character like each of the four male characters the four main male characters in the show and try and say the ways that they perpetrated this trope in hollywood this trope which in my opinion should come to an end so yeah so i'm going to start with howard wallowitz he's jewish and he graduated from mit it's a running joke that he's the only one among the four of them who does not have a phd who's not a doctor so for harvard for those who have watched the show you know that howard wallowitz was a general pervert i'm not going to sugarcoat it i'm not here to sugarcoat anything today i'm going to be as blunt as possible Howard was a pervert and he does really really pervy weird sexual assaulty things like an example when he hacked into the America's Next Top Model house to watch the models and even to the point of when they were sunbathing some of them nude and he would wa- he would watch that like that was really weird and really rapey angle lie <laughs> and really strange to me and very uncomfortable to watch don't get me wrong though i'm not saying that the big bang theory was not a good show it was an amazing show i loved it but when i watched okay i started watching the show when i was like eight nine years old i want to say seven but that's too soon i think eight nine years old so by then i couldn't i wouldn't i didn't understand it when i rewatched it now isn't i'm like yo this ain't cool man like this is creepy so yeah there's that hacking into the america's next top model house watching the models throughout even finding the address to the america's next top model house and going there and acting like this this the tv guy or something like that i can't remember the actual name like these things are weird and what i can say about this if if the show if in the show howard was not portrayed by the person it was portrayed if he was not written in the way that he was written if it was a quote in quote normal guy and i mean quote in quote and by normal i mean if it was a man who was considered masculine quote in quote again it would be considered creepy stalker like and even criminal but since it was a geeky guy 
this whole all everything that Howard used to do was considered pathetic or like at least he's trying or like he can't do any harm because I mean after all he's geeky like that's okay in my opinion that is how it was written and another point on Howard is that he was constantly making crude comments at the expense of women and even talks about women like animals and objects and objectifying Penny and the one time that Penny actually stood up to him he ended up falling into several days of depression and like staying away from people and that kind of thing and the way the writers portrayed it it made us feel bad for him while in actual sense Penny had every right to be mad and tell him what she told him and even then after Penny went to apologize to him and talk to him he tried to make a move on Penny which was also very creepy and when Penny punched him and he went to see his friends with like a busted nose he say what did he say he said don't look at me that way i'm halfway to pity sex like these are not okay things for anybody to say but because he was written in a really geeky way we were supposed to like overlook it feel bad for him be like yo at least he's trying like we should feel bad for this person he's not considered this the like masculine version he's not considered the standard guy according to society so we should feel bad for him really there's no harm done well in actual sense a lot of harm happens it's very sexist very misogynistic very uncomfortable and yeah <laughs> yeah 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 also another thing on howard is if you have watched the show you know that it's a constant joke a constant punchline about how many times howard has been called into the human resource office because of cases of sexual assault sexual uh, not se- sorry not sexual assault sexual harassment and they make it a running joke like this shouldn't be a joke like this is creepy this is messed up why is this a joke why is there a laugh track always following up when somebody talks about Howard going into the HR and answering questions or Howard trying to make like a robot, a sexual robot, why the fuck is this a constant joke? So yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Howard. I don't want to get into how he acted after he got married to Bernadette because that we don't have that time. We genuinely do not have that time right now at this moment so i think i'm done with howard next we have rajesh kuthrapoli <laughs> the token friend of color in the show and raj could not talk to women okay for the first few seasons i'm not sure whether it was until season seven or the end of season six is when he started talking to women or the end of season seven i do not properly recall but he could not talk to women unless he was under the influence of alcohol 
and whenever he got intoxicated he was as bad or even worse than Howard which is saying a lot like there's an episode where he undresses in front of a of a woman to I think it was to impress her and I generally do not understand his thinking behind this like who said that that is cute that a guy undressing in front of a girl or a guy sending unsolicited pics is impressive or it's not it's not it's no no it's it's not and drunk rajesh is disgusting and sexist and just like howard he borders on sexual assault but this is not it that is not the only thing about raj even when he's sober if you remember the episode where he said so he whispered some he told howard something and then howard said it out loud and then penny was like oh my god you're such an ass i never knew you're such an ass and howard was like no he's always been an ass it's just that you can't hear him most of the time which which automatically proves the point that this guy is just as bad as howard even the se- including the sexual comments that he makes whenever he's with his friends i don't have particular examples it's been a while since i sat down and like watched the big bang theory like seriously watching it with the with the objective of picking up on things it's been a really really long time but from what i remember he wasn't it was disturbing i won't lie it was disturbing watching him talking to howard or leonard or sheldon about women it was disturbing to say the least and on the part of misogyny in the big bang theory as you all know raj was very feminine he was so in touch with his feminine side it was really cute to watch though but this was also a running joke in big bang it was a running joke of how feminine howard was of how close he was with his dog okay that was weird but i don't understand why this became a running joke and to this point if you noticed by the end of the 12th season every one of the guys had a stable relationship apart from of apart from raj and in my opinion i feel like this was very deliberate i feel like it was still a joke it was still a punchline it was still try they, they still tried to attribute it to him being so feminine compared to the other characters i know that might be a reach but that's just me and that sucks man that's all i can say about that so yeah i know i'm rushing through everything but i am trying to be, i i i really want to try <sighs> i don't want this episode to be that long yeah yeah moving on swiftly we have leonard hofstetter leonard is written as the nice guy of the show but when you look at it kingly he is complicit to the sexist behaviors of his friends when they make lewd comments around him he protests in a way that genuinely is not protesting 
sorry he protests in a way that cannot be considered he protests in a way that cannot be considered protesting genuinely it's the same way when i was talking about the euphoria episode and i said like the way ah i've forgotten his name the nice guy in euphoria the way he was always like yo stop stop it's the same thing with leonard it's like his protests were just fuel for his friends to keep making the same effed up comments the same sexist comments the same sexist behaviors around him so he was very 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 complicit in all of it yeah like his protests acted like a spring for more sexist comments at the expense of of women and to some extent at the expense of they themselves that's another thing that was really disturbing to me about the big bang theory it was not only sexist towards women but it was also emasculating towards themselves trying to show like guys who are into gaming into science into anything that is considered geeky in quotes are not like masculine again in quotes i <clears throat> it was i don't understand why they tried to make the fact that they were not into sports into violent for lack of a better word things a running joke throughout the show i don't understand why they were constantly emasculating them throughout the show from season 1 to season 12 i don't get it which to me was also very effing misogynistic yeah but this is my very loud opinionated unsolicited thoughts yeah yeah this might be a reach but when it comes to leonard he did not know how to take no for an answer is when when i say this i mean it in regard to penny there's an episode when penny was doing a signing for that horrible movie she starred in when somebody asked how did you two get together and she was like he nagged me for was it 5 years until i said yes he wore me down well, um to me that's fucking sus it's really really sad to me but again my opinion um finally the last has to be sheldon mm. sheldon cooper is written as the smart genius clueless friend who does not know how to take social cues yeah yeah and to me he has the most clear and obvious the sexist traits in the show but the way it's written it's written as this is not his fault it's written in the form of yo he has a high iq but a low eq he does not know how to read social cues so you can't really blame him like you can't really blame him for being sexist you can't really blame him for saying that women are slaves to their hormones you you 
can't blame him. You can't really blame him for saying that Madame Curie had a penis made of science. You can't blame him. He just doesn't know how to read social cues, which is BS. Um, yeah, it's like because he does not understand the social cues, he should be given an automatic pass. He does not know after all, which is okay. So, I really don't want to talk about Sheldon because, again, just like Howard, just like Crash, just like Leonard, we'll st- uh, I think I can make like four different episodes on how sexist each of the characters were, but I choose not to. So, yeah. Or just sit down, watch the show with the sole intent of picking up these cues, these sexist traits, these sexist comments. And I promise you, I promise you, you will get exactly what I mean. To some extent, I feel like I'm reaching, but I doubt it because some of them are really effing subtle, which is not okay. So, okay. Now... I'm not saying that this was not a good show. I'm not saying that Big Bang Theory was not a good show. What I'm saying is it's that it was cringy. Like, it was so cringy to watch to some extent. But at the same time, it helped me confront some of my internalized misogynistic tendencies and thoughts. It helped me realize that I have some backward way of thinking to some extent, for lack of a better word, backward sexist way of thinking or backward sexist ideologies put that are really rooted in my mind and that was really helpful. That shows it was actually a really good show because in my opinion, a good show entertains and educates and challenges and Big Bang did that for me. Not when I watched it when I was eight, but when I watched when I watched it recently it's helped me like do that confront this internalized misogynistic tendencies and thoughts that i have within myself so yeah moving on swiftly what's sad about this whole show is that it's reflective of the society at the moment (laughs) yeah yeah what do i mean by this i mean that in some form, from my observation, and this is me sitting outside, like sitting outside my observation from the outside, I would have to say that women in STEM programs undergo these subtle sexist issues. Yeah? Hold on. In my mind, I can hear people being like, really, do they? Like, nah. So, don't take this from me. I asked a few of my friends who are in programming, which, in my opinion, is considered a male-dominated field. And I am going to give you the responses to the question that I asked them. Then, at the end, I'm going to tell you why this is connected to Big Bang. So... What I asked them was, you in the field that you're in, because in my mind or in my observation, it's a really male-dominated field programming, have you experienced 
subtle sexist things or even blatant sexual sexist experiences so the first seed this has not really happened to me and i think it's because i am authoritative but i have heard of this happening to ladies in programming being looked down upon just because they are female or even being overlooked yeah that's that's my that's the first person i asked another said <laughs> this was actually when the this second response made me really agitated really angry and <laughs> okay the second said this has happened to me a lot in one instant i met a guy on instagram and he kept talking about his programming skills his own programming skills but whenever i brought up my skills he would brush it off like i don't give a kahoot i'm here to talk about me <laughs> in another instant a different guy sent me sent me his answers to a project unprompted she did not ask for these answers and i corrected him and he was put off by that you send me your answers unprompted and then when i correct you you put um another one of my guy friends actually mocked me after i did a coding assignment which he by the way did not know how to do hmm. another different guy asked me what i was doing for my project and after i told him my idea he proceeded to say i did not know that you were this smart that happened to one person all that happened to one person like why <laughs> oh hey that's the second person asked and that girl said well i feel like i am lucky enough to have cool friends and i had an understanding first employer but i have not been immune to these subtle sexist tropes like me telling a guy that i am a developer and then they go i did not know you were smart and then she proceeded to ask me like girls can't be smart right like why would you ask somebody that i didn't know that you was kwani i should walk around with like i'm smart po- i'm sorry <laughs> and a final girl says well i have experienced some form of subliminal sexism from guys mansplaining things to me to guys cutting me off while i'm giving my ideas and even some guys just not wanting to help in classwork but i feel like they are just another hurdle i need to jump and i do not understand why this has to be an, a hurdle that she has to jump and this final girl told me like the ratio in class i think i am not, i cannot i cannot recall i cannot recall it clearly but i think it's like four girls to like four girls and like double the number of boys or triple the number of boys i am not sure and you're that many in a class but you don't want to help me in classwork like why it's just helping like you won't lose any knowledge by helping somebody out and i don't understand why you're mansplaining things to me anyway how this connects to big bang theory 
Um, it's because this is also another trope in the Big Bang Theory. Uh, this, I mean, um, the women in the show who work in STEM programs do not reach the societal standards of beauty, quote-unquote. And the only girl who, quote-unquote, reaches the societal standard of beauty is written to be really, really dumb. Like, genuinely, she's written to be, she's even blonde. It's like they're trying to write it in a way that just because a girl is in STEM, they cannot also be high on the hierarchy of beauty, which is also, by the way, something really messed up, which I plan to talk about in another episode, the hierarchy of beauty. But I can't help but feel like this is very sexist and misogynistic on the part of the writing in Big Bang Theory. So, okay, let me read what I researched and found. Um, from Sheldon saying that Madame Curie had a penis made of science, to the whole show making sure that all the women in the show who are in STEM do not reach the societal standards of beauty, is again very telling, pretty sus, and misogynistic. And if you feel like I am reaching, please... Be free to tell me, like, you, Yvonne, at this point, imagine you reaching, like, it's not that deep, but it's these subtle things, because this was a huge show. This was a big show, and it reached so many people. They won awards. I mean, it aired for 12 whole seasons. It had, it's Till date, it is the sitcom with the most number of seasons, with the most, yeah, actually. And it's pretty disturbing to know that a show with such, with that amount of following was this insensitive, was perpetuating this trope was perpetuating sexism, was perpetuating misogyny, was perpetuating homophobia to some extent, was perpetuating emasculation. Like, it's disturbing, to say the least. It's disturbing. And again, this is an amazing show. Like, The Big Bug Theory was an amazing, one-of-a-kind show, but I am a fan believer in loving something in, I am a fan believer in the idea that you can love something and still critique it. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. And I know I let my emotions, like, run, flow over, but... Yeah. I know I did not have any opinion. Like, I did not ask a guy I was going to, but... I kind of lost my nerve. <laughs> I won't lie. I lost my nerve and I didn't. And I'm really, 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 really sorry for not including any guy's perspective. I lost my nerve. I won't lie. So, yeah. um, 32 minutes. I am sorry that it's this long. But if you have made it this far, thank you so much for listening and your support. It is very, very appreciated. Um uh please follow 
on Spotify. Leave a voice message on Anchor. Uh, subscribe on Google Podcasts and please share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your support is really, really appreciated. I hope you have a good rest of your day, rest of your morning, rest of your evening, a good night, good afternoon, whatever time you'll be listening to this at. And I hope you like it. And I hope this this helps you look at this TV show and other tendencies that you have in a different light. And I hope you like it. Please share. And yeah, be nice. Love and light. Bye. (laughs)